Progressive presents Mindfulness with Flow. Your aura brims with confidence. The Name Your Price tool has given you policy options based on your budget. A source of great power rises from within, like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. That can shoot dragons out of its eyes, riding on a tank. Get insurance based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Blog Talk Radio. Just Talk radio program. I will discuss everything from interracial relationships, self-improvement, the black community, writing, and other topics of interest. Our show airs each Tuesday evening from 8.30 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Phone and chat lines will open at 8.30, so you can send your comments, feedback, and questions anytime during the program. Our call-in numbers are... Area code 909-265-9245 or toll-free 866-953-8299. Again, those numbers are area code 909-265-9245, toll-free 866-953-8299. You can also send your comments, feedback, and questions to Let's Just Talk Radio at gmail.com. Again, that's Let's Just Talk Radio at gmail.com. And I will read and respond to your comments, feedback, or questions on air. I will do my best to respond during the show. However, there are time limitations, so I will apologize in advance if I cannot respond to your comments, feedback, or questions during the show. Again, thanks for joining me, and the show will begin shortly. Now, for a few housekeeping rules. All calls must be limited to no more than three to five minutes to ensure all callers have an opportunity to participate in the discussion. Also, to ensure the focus remains on the discussion topic, the caller will be reminded of the discussion topic. However, if the caller insists on changing the topic, the call will be disconnected. No vulgar language will be permitted. If used, the caller will be warned, but if continued, the call will be disconnected immediately. As some topics may be of a mature nature, parental discretion is advised. I 
still fly in my dreams, posing in air flows like stormy petrol, seeing skies aglow, predicting quiet, poisonous, disastrous, seemingly marvelous zombie revolution. I am Stormy Petrel. I am Stormy Petrel. I see skies aglow. I fly. I don't need the land. I don't bow down. I don't bow. I write because I cannot live otherwise. Whether it's silly or wise, whether it's sundown or sunrise, whether I feel blue down or in euphoria. It's the word inside me that burns my lips on the way out and once released, I stay silent and let the poetry shout out of love exclusively. From the depths of the oblivion, I build the ladder to the royal top where you and I stand. Winds and stars dance non-stop. It's Her Majesty poetry that allows to break anon rules boundaries, limitations, when the soul peeled off this body hugs another one, time does not run. We both flow down to the feet of love in deafening silence. Against all the laws of nature, common sense, gossips, tendencies to gain the ultimate ascendancy over jealous sun. Well, welcome, everyone, to Let's Just Talk Radio Program, and this is Clarissa, and I want to thank you all again for joining me tonight, and my very special guest is Yuri, the storyteller, and let me just share a little bit about him before I uh, bring him on. Uh, Yuri is a spoken word artist. He's a writer, poet, who currently lives in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, he is originally from Russia, and he started writing poetry songs and performing on stage um, during his first year of college. He immigrated to the U.S. from Russia in 1998 and has spent 11 years in New York, where he took a hiatus before moving to San Antonio in 2009. And 2010, he started to write and perform in English, and he regularly attended open mic events and read his poetry at local radio stations. And to his surprise, he got he received quite a warm reception from uh, people in San Antonio. So I am very, like I said, I'm very excited and would like to welcome. Yuri to the show. How are you doing tonight, Yuri? I'm doing absolutely fine, Clarissa, and I'm excited well, too. Well, thank you. Um, I'm not sure if you heard that I played one of your pieces um, before starting the show, which is, was very, very uh, good, very good. And um, that's just giving the, the listeners a little taste of your awesome talent. So uh, before I play another one of your pieces, could you just share with us your journey from when you first, well, let me ask you this. When did you first gain a passion for 
poetry, writing, and the spoken word? Mm, probably in my childhood. Uh, I had a big family, and at the gatherings, I remember I was like four years old, and they used to put me on a chair, and I was reciting the poetry of famous poets, you know, born wow. children. <laughs> that was my, besides my father, which is still and forever is my role model, may he rest in peace, mm-hmm. um, he just uh, developed this love for poetry, for spoken or written word. He was a great, uh, he was great in reciting poetry himself, could go on <laughs> for hours. So that's where it comes wow. And and um, I sincerely can appreciate that I um, I really got uh, hooked on poetry myself as a um, around the, the age of eight, and that and I was introduced to originally haiku and then poetry uh, by a third grade teacher. So I, I know the passion um, um, I, I know the passion that you have for it. I, I I wish that I had the memory as you have. Uh, because if it was not uh, that I can read very well, I wouldn't be able to repeat anything because my memory is horrible. Um, so I, I do envy that part of your talent. Um, so um, you said you started out uh, having a passion uh, for poetry because of your father. Um when was the first time you actually wrote your own piece? Oh, it was a long time ago. <laughs> um, I first probably, I could recall 1989, I already mm-hmm. moved from my native town of Baku, which is capital of Azerbaijan now, I moved to mm-hmm. Siberia, and there I continued to perform with a with a guitar, some kind of CD romance. Mm-hmm. Um, where in that song, it's like uh, words or lyrics are more important than the melody, although melody plays significant part. That's when mm-hmm. I was. Uh, started to present my own songs, um, or rather lyrics with music. That's how I would put it. Um, 89, I guess, yeah. And I remember I had such a tough critique from one of the professionals. Uh, His name wouldn't tell you anything, but he just destroyed me with a critique. But more importantly, after he almost destroyed me, and I felt like I'm going just to lay down under the table where we were sitting <laughs> and uh-huh. die, and will never write any more <laughs> any poems. But after he finished destroying me, he said, "But you will still continue writing, right?" I said, "Yes." <laughs> and he said, "That's what you. That's what you should do." <laughs> Right. And we artists are such sensitive people, you know, um, and, and and when we are, it's funny how um, 
when we get uh, critiqued, we seem to write more in our times of grief. <laughs> and so it seems like we write even better um, when we're uh, critiqued the, the toughest. Um, but I, I can tell you from listening to your work, you, you, you have done a, a phenomenal job as, as far as, um, you know, uh, how can I say it, uh, the maturity in, in your, um, your writing as well as uh, I, I can just hear I can just hear the the love the passion the 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 seriousness the humanity all of that in your words and and, I, and as a child I always uh, used to listen to uh, the lyrics of a song and you had mentioned something earlier in this conversation that. Um, um, you know the words were important. The mel- the melody was important, but the words were was more important. Were more important, and, and I've always been that way as well. A good song does not touch me by just the, the melody. It touches me by the words, and that's why I, I too um, began to write poetry. And um, I really appreciate uh, spoken word. So I'm going to play your your second audio that you sent to me. Um, I don't. Um, I meant to ask you for the titles of those, but you'll share that uh, with us um, after I play it. So here we go. I was called son, father, dumb Russian, angry Armenian brother. Pretender, comedian, philosopher, lover, stupid, intelligent, dear husband, freaking immigrant, big kahuna, crazy mix. Also good man, deep, shallow. I can't even swallow all of this. Sir, ma'am, shrink, dear doctor. Do I have multiple personalities disease? Hell no. I am an immortal soul. I am a part of creation. You are made with the same intention, not to mention that all definitions of oneself are false, except that we are immortal souls. The family, with the same daddy, yet afraid of each other. Ain't that crazy? Let me say it again, my brother. Let me say it again, my sister. No, we are not asleep. We just blinking very slowly, and I am going to say it again out of love, solely. I am an immortal soul. I am a part of creation. You are made with the same intention, not to mention that all definitions of oneself are false, except that we are immortal souls, the family with the same daddy, yet afraid of each other. Ain't that crazy. Ain't that crazy. So that was, um, the, I believe that was the first um, audio that um, you introduced me to and you had a video um, 
attached to it, and and I I found it very very um, touching. So, tell us what prompted you to write that piece. Well, um, it's interesting that in the modern society, with our collective consciousness is like still on the level of uh, um, bodily conception of life um, in the United States. Um, um, everyone is digging into um, um, men, women, uh, African-American, black people, white people. Uh, let me be politically incorrect and, and say how it is in, in life. Mm-hmm. Um, immigrants, uh, those who consider themselves Americans, and, and it's always like people try to separate. Since the times of the Babylon Tower, they just trying to get further and further apart. I traveled through um, four continents, and <clears throat> I, I no longer see the differences between people. Love, hate, friendship, betrayal, um, everything is similar. Um, there might be different flavors in that coffee, but it's still coffee. So we still are humans. Um, and uh, actually, uh, what I listed in that poem, I was called all of that, <laughs> including stupid Russian and angry Armenian. <laughs> oh, uh, dumb Russian, actually. Um, yes, I was called by one of the employees in San Antonio. <laughs> oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah. uh, I cannot blame him. He cannot go beyond his consciousness. Quite ignorant person. So, what you gonna do? You don't. Well, I you don't blame dog <laughs> when it bites you. You know, <laughs> it's doing its right. job. He's he's doing well. I don't know if you call that uh, calling you uh, names is doing his job. What I call it is remaining ignorant in the face of real education, and and that's just my perspective. You know, we can only be as ignorant as we allow ourselves to be, and and so um, you know, I've, I've dealt with with um, you know just being an American, you know, being a black woman, you know, be, you know, being a mom, you know, whatever. There's always some classification for humanity to try and fit us into. Um, so thank you for, you know, sharing your story and um, letting us know um, the, the purpose behind uh, that piece. And what was what's the name of it? What is the title? Uh, the title is the, the repeated line, Ain't That Crazy. <laughs> Ain't, that cra- <laughs> Ain't That Crazy. Yes, it is. Um now, you, your travels—you um, said to, you traveled to five continents, and you four. you four four continents, and you've just learned that humanity is humanity. It doesn't matter what the color of your skin. Um, and and I find, although I haven't traveled to any other continent yet, um, I. You know, being a former military person, I have been friends with, work with every person from every, almost every ethnic group in the world. And so I learned being in the military, you know, how to appreciate different cultures. Uh, but I also think that's a part of my makeup, even as a child, um, 
even though I didn't I didn't grow up in a diverse environment, it was just you know a black community, but I always read and I always wrote and I learned about different writers and different artists and so forth and and I used to imagine myself on different continents and live in different uh, cultures. So I like that you have brought in a different perspective uh, when it comes to the spoken word because when I was introduced to the spoken word, it was just a black thing, if that makes sense. Um, it, you know, it was it was in my neighborhood, and that's all that's all I was introduced to. And I, I um, would sometimes uh, watch some of the old shows from the '60s, where they would have those um, what did they call it? They did spoken word, but I forget what they call it. A, a beat Lost points. That's what it was called. Pardon me. Lost points, maybe. That and it was they were called those um, instead of poets they were called beatniks if that makes sense you know they were called beatniks and they did spoken word as well and um, so I, you know I I I've always enjoyed listening to poetry read with a little bit of jazz going on in the back. <laughs> um, so when you when you came to America and you began your journey into sharing your talents with with various communities, um, how was the the reception? Reception? Um, well, um, actually, you are right. Uh, spoken word is especially um, well developed, and and um, African Americans. Um, Black people, if you will, they have a, a much love for for the spoken word, and that's where I started. Um, mm. And again, based on on the situation in San Antonio, um, it, it was my common joke. I am not uh, I'm not military. I'm not Mexican. I'm not black, so I can go anywhere I want to. <laughs> I can flow. Right. So actually, with first, yes, I first started with um, the black community. That's where I presented a couple of my pieces. Uh, one of them, my infamous, <laughs> my black woman, and um, it's rather prose than a poem, but poetic in nature. So uh, that's how I started, and and actually. Uh, my so-called, I would say, godparents in poetry here. Um, it was one of it is one of the oldest spots in San Antonio called um, Second Verse. Uh, they gather once a month, quite popular, and the, one of the hosts of that show, uh, Andrea Sanderson, she's known as a vocab. She kind of blessed me, just take these pieces and go on the stage. That was the first time, November, I believe, 2010. And oh, since nice. then, um, I stopped going now due to certain circumstances. Uh, I'm too busy getting ready for the takeoff in next year, but uh, mm -hmm. before I was going almost religiously. <laughs> Well, I you know, I want to play your your third audio 
So, um, and then you can share with us um, what uh, prompted this as well. Age. What is this? <laughs> it's not that I get old. It's just my body, my beloved cage. Conflicts with what is real I. But not too often yet. We both are just at the beginning of our upcoming sunset. Age is growing realization that nothing, you hear me? Nothing is more important than love. Though it's no longer love for fleeting pleasures, it's the love that comes from above. Age is occasional thoughts of the girl from the fourth grade. I used to carry her huge school bag. It's the memories of the time when we used to hide behind unsurpassable moms and daddies back. I know, it's slowly coming. The time when the cost of the candles exceeds the cost of the cake. Thoughts of how it should be. Who will attend my wake? Ages when very often I hear my grandma's voice during the daytime. It's a sense of freedom from being with others in rhyme. It's understanding that I have to get ready for existence in a different dimension. And my son will inherit no money, no mansion. He will make his own. He grew up a good man. I hope he still remembers what I taught him about life, God, love, chivalry, glory, friendship, forgiveness, honor, courage. This will keep him straight. This, unlike me, never aging knowledge. So, Let's leave grand gestures and words of dramatic scenes for Melpomene and her retinue. Let's forget about childish desires to spend just one night in the Ritz, located in New York, on famous Park Avenue. No, Father, I'm not calling it quits. Let's just take a slow walk in the park. Isn't this sky amazing tonight? And one of the stars must be you. Wow. So so tell us about that piece. <clears throat> I don't know. Very often um, I spend a lot of time just listening to different songs and um, thoughts. Um, and it was interesting combination. I was listening to this old song. You remember, if you are blue and you don't know where to go to, uh, where fashion sits, <laughs> putting on the reeds. 
Right. <laughs> so I was listening yeah. and and uh, was just somehow thoughts turned um, that eventually one develops like detachment from certain things that people are chasing like relentlessly certain things in life. Uh, I find myself sometimes I have no longer interest in possessions and because mostly we trying to obtain things just to prove something to our relatives or, or the society mm-hmm. that we are good. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was, and somehow it turned in, into thoughts about my father, and that's how I came up with this. Sometimes, you know, thoughts make an interesting, you know, like journey and turns, and, and then I came up that I'm actually myself, I'm not too young, 55 years old, going 56. Right. <clears throat> right. And, and um, I, I was, um, as I was listening to this piece, you know, I myself, you know, just turned 50, and I don't feel any different um, than I did when I turned 30, when I turned 40. And I hear people talk about age and aging, and believe me, I'm not waiting for things to start hurting in places that I didn't know I had. I'm, I'm not rushing that part of the aging process. However, I'm able to appreciate aging. And and so as I was listening to the, this piece, it, it just uh, allowed me to reminisce about my aging process and how at this moment how much I appreciate being 50, and so, um, so I I I think uh, that as an artist, you know, like you, we think a lot, don't we? <laughs> We're constantly thinking. <laughs> so, yes, and, and know, I really strongly believe that we are not this body. This body is just mm-hmm. like a jacket. When it gets worn out, or. Mm-hmm. The lease of that apartment is over. You are kicked out to the next body, according to your bit. <laughs> and, and I love that. I love that idea. <laughs> I love that idea. Well, we have a caller, so let's take a call and see, uh, you know, if they have a question for you. Okay. Okay. Let's see. It's thinking about it. Hello and welcome to Let's Just Talk Radio Show. Um, Yuri is our guest. Who are we speaking with? Um, this is Romeo D. Natty. Um, hi, how are you tonight? I'm doing fine. So did you have a question, comment, or feedback for uh, Yuri? Oh, no, this is my, um, I was just the first time calling a listener. I wasn't sure if it was um, a feature with the open mic, but I'm just listening. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. We appreciate you calling in, so let me just put you back on hold, okay? Okay. Okay, okay thanks, Romeo. Okay, Yuri, <laughs> you know, that that is really nice. I, I appreciate the first call, uh, the first time listeners. And um, so I want to play your next piece, um, and it is, you, you titled it, uh, or audio number, number four, so... Um, Let's go to that one. Mm-hmm. 
Love me. Pursue me. Release me. Oh, and please me. Believe me. Adopt me. Laugh with me. Cry when not with me, which wouldn't happen, just hypothetically, without me. Accept me. Reject me, only to accept me again. Cause pain and take it in a second away. Extend your sway. Reincarnate me. Encourage me. Make me feel dismay. Shower me with beautiful words. Hide my favorite yatagans, spades, and samurai swords. Forgive me. Kiss me. Hug me. Criticize me, praise me, blaze me down with hot nights and even hotter morning <laughs> with occasional pillow fights. Just simply love me, bless me, embrace me, just Gemini me. Now that one was awesome. So what prompted you to write that one? Oh, well, we all carry some irreplaceable people, feelings um, Mm -hmm. in our hearts. And um, uh, I also have some bloody story of uh, heartbreak and all that. But I turned... Mm -hmm this into my benefit because it moves me um, and it was actually um, kind of dream or wish um, uh, that's why I put it um, like trying to give the whole range of feelings, emotions laughter, tears and even mm-hmm. even religious preferences uh, actually, that piece was the first one when came to my mind. Yataguns, spades, and samurai swords. So, Islam, Christianity, and Buddhism. I wasn't able to list all the known religions, but these are kind of symbols. Right. It has nothing to do. Uh, a true love has nothing to do with religious uh, preferences. Right. In my opinion, religious is not a goal. It, it's a tool or or vehicle to get closer to God. So everyone is mm-hmm. using vehicle according to their preferences. <clears throat> but uh, Gemini, um, it was also sometimes, uh, you know, there was a famous poet in Russia, Marina, uh, no, Anna Akhmatova, and mm-hmm. she said if, uh, if translated, if only you would know from all, what dirt the flowers of poetry grow. <laughs> uh, right. So it was. I kind of was in a playful mood, and uh, I was chatting with one friend uh, who is Gemini uh, on yeah. Facebook, and that's yeah. how it came all about. Um, <laughs> uh, Gemini, I hope you understand. Just become my twin, inseparable twin. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, that's about it. Well, um, a listener um, 
has uh, written a question, and here it goes. This is a question for you, Yuri. Uh, it says, does it discourage you if someone has a different interpretation of your poems than what you intended? Uh, uh, I've, uh, usually, I don't know, uh, different interpretation um i i've never met that because mm-hmm. usually i'm mostly um not that i sit down and write and look for the word like like doing a job uh mm-hmm. i i meditate for a long time and i visualize first um my mm-hmm. poem probably my back i mean past background being on stage in theater and even having formal education as an actor and director um i always envision my poem first so it it it's kind of a little play and everyone is allowed to have different interpretation but usually uh it, it just gives me um another insight multi-layered you know um interpretation um so i really didn't uh, see totally different interpretation from what i intended to be okay okay well um, you know and i I guess I mean that is a, that is a great question, and and um, you gave a, a great answer because I know when I read someone else's works, you know their poems, um, that you know they may have gone through a similar process as you have, and I know I do too. When when a poem comes to me, I'm not thinking about how the the rest of the world will interpret it. It's just from the visions and the visuals and the feelings that I have that I'm putting out there. But usually someone will read it and, and they can apply it differently, you know, to their lives and so forth, which to me I believe is a gift. You know, I believe it, it, it's wonderful that you, Yuri, when you write something and, you're like you said, you play this scene in your head and then someone else, when they hear your spoken, spoken word, they see a different scene. Um, I think that's broadening the, the picture on the canvas that you, you painted it on. And, um, you know, I, I think that's a great thing when you can uh, speak to individuals with with one poem, but each individual's lives are, are changed by that poem in different ways. Um, I, I consider that a, 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 great character, a, a great characteristic of a, a great artist. You know, um, so well, mm-hmm. I actually, if I may add, I never consider that I have to deliver a certain um, narrow interpretation, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I am not a teacher, and never considered. I am not delivering <laughs> any news. Um, I don't uh, discover, uh, invent the wheel. I just share my thoughts and feelings hoping mm-hmm. that it will generate some thoughts or some feelings, preferably good feelings, in someone right. else. And it could be different. That's mm-hmm. how it, mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. 
That's it. And and that that's perfect. That's perfect. So let's go to uh, to the next uh, piece. I was brought here against my will. I was punished for being different. I was crying, sitting on the windowsill, looking at the bars on the window. Black is my soul. Black is my future. I always wear the willow. You see, my food is air, flowers, and beauty. It is not, and never was, my duty to be a slave or being inferior. I am not what you call post-slavery syndrome. This is not my country anymore. I am a citizen of God's kingdom, and he might enlist me in his army. But before it happens, just before, listen to me and listen close. The reality of yours is, sorry, we can no longer be foes. Now, give me your hand and stop sticking your nose in my color, in my beliefs. We're both like the same rose. Same women, same food. Is that clear? Is that understood? Well, good. As long as we remember my prodigal other color brother, nothing else should even bother. For the future is not for us. As one of my people said, let's seat our children around one table. They showed us example <laughs> on the streets and at schools. Let's learn from them, you fools. You and I are not islands. We cannot fall in hate, pride, or cheap thing. Without me, you can't have true freedom. As one of my people tried to explain, we are citizens of God's kingdom. Now, that one... That one right there was my favorite. So please tell us what prompted that um, prose. Well, um, actually, San Antonio is the land of the biggest Martin Luther King march in honor of Martin Luther King, um, gathering sometimes up to 100,000 people. And I <clears throat> took it personally because Martin Luther King is one of the very few individuals of 20th century that I really, really, really admire. And sometimes I face um, a little uh, kind of narrow look at what his teachings were about. Yes, uh, and I try to express that it was about human beings, equal rights for every human being. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I expressed it, uh, it was, I don't remember, was it, yeah, 2011, 
um, I went with a group of poets to that march and came home and again visualized. So as you can see, um, I'm playing roles of, of both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, and since, like I said, there are certain feelings um, when people come to another land or either brought forcefully to another land, it's not because they didn't know what to do with themselves. Um, they want to grow as individuals spiritually, and, and, and sometimes it doesn't happen. So I went through all this range of thoughts, but mostly, and that's why I called it following king, um, mm-hmm. playing with English words, uh, because following king meaning following king or the king who follows. Right. <laughs> So, um, uh, and I try to express that we really are about the same, all of us. As I say in my some kind of funny thoughts that I have in my book, uh, thoughts from Reggae Bar, some of us believe that we humans are from the same family, and God, God knows it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we believe, right. and He knows. Um, so. And, and all this mixed uh, expression, and since I uh, flowed between different communities, um, I actually must say that all these issues, uh, racial issues that started to exist, and believe me, the United States is not the only country where it exists. Right. Um, um, I went myself through certain discrimination uh, in Russia. Um, so it, it really never didn't exist. It's the invention of 20th century. If you look back, like ancient times, uh, maybe even biblical times, um, you will not find this problem. People didn't have this problem because they were too busy building their life, <laughs> advancing spiritually. <laughs> and nowadays, mm-hmm. mm, I always say. Do you know, guys, how many leaders in every camp we would happily retire if we would stop concentrating on external features of us? Mm-hmm. Because actually, we end up with a um, with this racial issue um, used for marketing purposes. Absolutely, um, just uh, to market ideas, uh, right. control people. And divide them. Mm-hmm. Ancient rule. Divide right. and rule. And, and um, I have uh, voiced that exact sentiment often. Um, you know, it's called divide and conquer. You know, it's called uh, distraction. It's called a diversion. You know, uh, people make money off of other people's misery. So if you keep people pitted against each other, you can market your wares to them. You know, without such great division within mankind, there would be a lot of individuals who would be broke or, or not be successful in their businesses. And and so you're, you're absolutely correct. You know, I, I see it as a social ailment, um, how easily some, how easily human beings can be uh, distracted. I call it the human ADHD syndrome, you know, um, you know, you can't keep 
our attention focused on what's really important uh, long, you know, long enough to to see that there is going to be some progress. However, I am always an optimist. I believe that we will see change um, in the human condition. Um, I'm praying for that. And so uh, it, it takes artists like you to continue to to commit your commit yourselves to your work and to sharing your work um, with uh, other people to get them to, to to thinking about all of these issues, especially you know your piece Fallen King, uh, because I've always uh, been one to bring that up. You know he was about. Uh, equality, no matter what the color of your skin, you know, no matter what your religious affiliation, you know, no matter what your gender, no matter what your educational or social economical status, it was, you know, it was about you having access to or equal access to everything so that you can at least try to achieve the very best for yourself. And so, um, you know, I pretty, I, I really like that one. So, you know, we're we're winding down um, to the last eleven minutes. So, can, can you share with us your your a little bit about your book and your short stories, um, and where uh, the listeners could you know can purchase your book and and get in contact with you as well? Uh, well, um, they of course can contact me on Facebook. Uh, my page is not. You know, it's open. I have two pages, Yuri the Storyteller and mm-hmm. my own page, Yuri Grigorian's Personal. So uh, my book is called Burnt Lips. Um, Burnt Lips, Thoughts, Jokes, Sadness, Joy, Love of the Alien. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I played with this alien we can, uh, from, like, another planet or, or foreigner. Strange. So um, it is sold on Amazon.com as a you know uh, hard copy and uh, also as a Kindle version, which is much cheaper. And those who love Kindle, they can download it. And this book basically just I combine my short stories, poems um, in one book uh, and mixed it. It's like conversation between two people in the train or in the bus going long runs. Uh, Usually they are the utmost conversation, very sincere, because I can freely share anything with a stranger because we might never meet again. (laughs) Right. Yeah, and um, the only difference is we don't talk about pricing or groceries or end of the world. We talk about love, God, friendship, romance, humor. I don't know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right. And, and those are the type of conversations that I love. You know, I, the end of the world deal, it, that is not even my concern because there's nothing I can do about it. You know, so I'm going to live, and, and I want to be happy, and I want to talk to people that love life, you know. And so... Um, you know, definitely um, listeners, you know, go to Amazon and get burnt lips. 
and it's in, uh, you said, hardback, paperback, and Kindle version? Uh, paperback, I'm sorry. I meant to okay. say paperback and Kindle version. Um, okay. I just would like to say a couple of words to you and our listeners. So, uh, people, relax. On December 21st, there will not be end of the world because there are other sources um, like Vedic scriptures that say that we have about 300, approximately 320,000 years ahead. So no need to buy salt, <laughs> sugar, instant coffee. We call it in Russia coffee for unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so it's all right. It, it's all right. Besides, it's still ridiculous because um, some people try to live like a couple of days longer than anyone else when they buy right. all that stuff and stockpiling and all that. No, it's not yeah. going to happen because there is the, the best insurance in the world. If God wants to kill you, nobody can save you. If he wants to save you, nobody can kill you. <laughs> Amen, so. brother. <laughs> 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 you know, and, and you know, I I have seen all the gloom and doom that I could take up from just last week. You know, with all the tragedies and so forth, and and I had to remove myself because I wanted to enjoy my humanity. You know, I social media. Instant access to, to information can overwhelm people, and you're right. This this gloom and doom, this end of the world, you know, constant uh, barrage of end of the world news articles and and so forth. It, it just gets it is just crazy. You know, it's just crazy. So, uh, could you um, tell us again what your website is, so they know how to get to you um, from there. Yeah, um, I um, have created my website. Well, not me. Um, somebody was helping me. Um, my good friend, uh, a lady from uh, from South Carolina, from Charleston, Julian mm-hmm. Butler Green. She is like uh, babysitter, angel, uh, angel agent, <laughs> everything. <laughs> So um, um, so she built a site. Um, let me see, where is it? Uh, I can uh, give the link, but I don't know how it's going to sound. By the way, I believe that this uh, uh, paranoia about the end of the world was initiated by liquor stores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you notice, the, the the volume of sales increased immensely. People want to celebrate life last day on earth. Right. You know? They want to have new. They want to have New Year's Day early. I, I think yeah, that's it. Um, uh, I can give the link ygreg one zero eight dot weeks dot com slash yuri. Uh, hyphen V hyphen poet. Uh, can you write it down or, or uh, I don't know. Uh, but um, I, I will go... definitely include it on my uh, my web page as well. So and and a recording of, of this show will be there. Yeah, I have the link and I'll post it. I will post it on the website. Yes. 
um, as well. There is a link so, um, to my book. There are pictures, there are videos, and schedule for my upcoming tours. February 14, I will be at Tupelo, Mississippi. Valentine's wow. Day. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the motherland of Elvis Presley. Interesting. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so. right. Now, um, so is February the, um, the only upcoming event you have? Um, or you, you will have more posted on your website as well, correct? It will be posted um, uh, upon the rescheduling because uh, my next targets are um, Savannah, Atlanta, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, Atlanta, yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, there are some talks about New York, uh, Canada, uh, and uh, okay. I'm actually uh, will take off uh, next year. Really, it's time for me to go. Enough sitting. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Yuri, I want to, before we go, I want to uh, play the very last of your audios that I have, but I want to say this before we go. I, I, you know, thank you so much uh, for uh, coming on the show and sharing your spoken word talent with us. And, and I send a very, very special thanks out to Julianne uh, because she was the one who contacted me and introduced me to your talent, and I was just very uh, very uh, amazed, and, and and I just thank you, thank you so much um, for uh, you know agreeing to come on the show and and staying in contact with me. And I, you know, whenever you come to the mid the Midwest, you know, I, I definitely want to come and watch you live. Um, and if I happen to be in the town where you're you are performing, I will also contact you and and and, and try and make it to your show as well. So, you know, you know, whenever you like, I said, whenever you're in the Midwest, you know, um, let me know because I would definitely love to meet you, and hopefully we can talk again and and share some new dates with uh, the listeners. So, I okay. So, mm-hmm. um, so um, you, you yeah. go ahead. Um, first of all, thank you to you too. I really enjoyed our conversation. I, it was a really good vibe and spirit. And <clears throat> yes, I'm, uh, it's inevitable. I will be in Midwest. I have to um, before I move out of the United States and my further traveling because my next stop will be in Africa because my next book or maybe not the next but important book will be about the adventures of Russian, it's a romantic comedy, uh, of Russian who finds his true love in South Africa. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. So, oh, we definitely um, have to yeah. talk before you go to Africa. <laughs> so, yeah. again, you um, know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also have one poem uh, that in, in light of our conversation, it's not published yet, um, it, okay. it was not included. I wrote it recently. When I wrote mm-hmm. this poem, um, I thought that it's very sort of uh, Russian poem, sort of in, mm-hmm. in Russian or Armenian or uh, Eastern or Asian mentality. But for some reason, a lot of people say that this poem sounds like an old Southern Negro song. Spiritual. 
<laughs> spiritual. Uh, you see, that's another sign that we are all the same in our exactly. deepest, in the depth of our consciousness of our, mm-hmm. you know, deep inside us, we are all the same. And I would like to have an opportunity, whether after you play or before, I would like to read this uh, short poem to all uh, listeners, my friends, and to you. Oh, um, go go right ahead. Help yourself. Okay. It is Mm -hmm. called prayer. While this planet is still spinning, while it is not floated yet, While the sun is still shining and warm, my Lord, give everyone what they need. And please, please don't forget about me. Give money to the poor. Give love to the lover. Give the blind eyes to see. Give courage to the coward. And please, please don't forget about me. Give power to the powerless. Give warriors peace. Give prisoners freedom. Give the suffering ease. Give husband to a woman. Forgive all who have offended thee. And please, please, don't forget to forgive me. And Wow. Thank you so much, Yuri. That that was beautiful and Wow. I'm I'm again I'm looking forward to meeting you and we we will do this again and I wish you great success in everything that you do. And um you know, just stay in touch, okay? Okay. Please, right, you please have don't a- forget to forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I know, please, please don't forget about me. <laughs> Yes, please. All right. <laughs> All right. You have a wonderful night, and we will connect again soon, okay? Okay. All right. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining me for another opportunity to just talk, and I am looking forward to you joining me next week. And have a wonderfully blessed and exciting week for those of you who celebrate Christmas, you know, Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year to everyone. And I will be closing the show with Yuri's last piece that he sent to me. And here we go. I hugged her and didn't want to let her go. My heart skipped the beat and laid low. She smelled like ambrosia from forbidden Caleb's harem. These eyes and these lips make a killer tandem. My queen, aren't you a fragrant miracle? You bet your sweet ass, I am. Dwarves are greeting you with earthly treasures. Omnipotent beauty of yours 
radiate through our three worlds. O Lady of Grace, thank you for existence on Earth and space. Your mesmerizing face illuminates heaven and beyond. Let's create an unbreakable bond. Don't make yourself a beaten country. Don't make yourself frustrated and angry. Here's the plate. And my heart is on it. Stop scowling. Bon appetit. Need and want made an incredible break in my mind, clouding my clarity. I don't exist in your reality. I am disappearing from your memory. I buried you in the cemetery of my heart and I built a beautiful monument there. I spent all my free time visiting this cemetery. I talked to you. I don't know if you can hear me, but I hope you do. don't go to geico.com car insurance can be hard like early 90s heavy metal hard i'm yelling and screaming and i'm loud Roar. geico makes it easy you can review and update your policy or report a claim on geico.com or the geico mobile app because shouldn't we all have a little less stress in our lives i'm not even upset about anything